Single barge over, will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle, episode 11 of season two. I am, of course, your host, Chris McPherson, and uh, we're brought to you by Newy Threads tonight. I'm joined by a guest who uh, I've been told has uh, some of the fastest chat in the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League. He's a originally a, a Blue Mountains boy. He spent a lot of his youth and time on the Central Coast playing for the likes of Northern Lakes, Wyong and Tookley, spent a bit of time with the Central Coast Rip and also with North Sydney in the junior representative competitions. He's now at the Dora Creek Swampies. Here's none other than their outside back, Scott Fitzpatrick. Scott, welcome to League Castle. No, thanks very much for having me, mate. Look, look forward to it. Lovely, mate. Uh, how's things uh, for yourself at the moment? We are talking a bit before the show. Uh, still working plenty and keeping yourself busy with no footy around, mate? Yeah, mate, look, it's, it's sort of... Yeah, we, we, we're pretty flat out, mate. We, we built towers for sort of Optus and Telstra and stuff like that, and we thought it was going to slow to right down, but it, it hasn't, mate. It's, it's kept on kept on rolling, and it, it's good. Not like uh, some of the other people out there that are unlucky and lost their jobs and stuff like that, so, yeah. Yeah, mate, and as we touched on in the start there, um, you sort of, uh, you've, you've moved around a little and uh, now base yourself on the Central Coast and travel up to Dora Creek with the Swampies as of 2019. You've had a couple of clubs there on the coast, I guess. Uh, do you want to just start your story off in terms of, as we said, the Blue Mountains and then you moved up to the Central Coast? Start start the story, I guess, around that sort of 16, 18 years bracket where you stepped into the rep and, and give us a quick, you know, 90-second rundown of your, of your footy journey. Yeah, no worries, mate. It shouldn't, shouldn't take too long. It was pretty quick. But, um, mate, look, um, I, I sort of didn't get picked for any of the rep sides at, at 15 and, and sort of then moulded into 16s and, and played a bit of North Sydney SG ball and, and then on into flag and stuff like that and, and then with the Central Coast Rip like I was telling you before and got the um, got that big touch up by the Raiders 90 nil mate enjoyed that and, um, <laughs> good memories and then, and then yeah, yeah it's one of the best and then come back to um, to Wyong and played all, all, all sort of um, third grade reserve grade and a bit of first grade with Wyong there um, and then moved over to um, Tookley to the, to the Hawkies for a couple of years and, and then yeah on to Dora Creek now to, to sort of finish things off hopefully Finish things off, mate. That sounds uh, that sounds ominous. Is uh, you trying? Oh, to there's that? only a couple of years left, mate. Definitely only a couple left. Hey, we'll, not, getting, not, not getting any easier. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that question later on because I know it's been posed by someone, and, and we'll we'll try and address that. But I hear you're a bit cagey about age age and years, so we'll get to that later on, <laughs> uh, mate. Uh, obviously, you know we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and COVID 19s had a big impact on everyone and everything football in the last few, uh, I guess, six to eight weeks. You know, eight week if you wind the clock back. Two months ago, mate, um, I was Friday night sitting at uh, GIO Stadium watching the, the Raiders play the Titans. So we've come a long way in, in two months to the day. Uh, I guess, how has it affected the, the group at Dora Creek? How are you guys staying in touch? How are you training? All those sorts of things. What's what's the, I guess, outlook from the, the Swampies group? Mate, we'd had a, we'd had a, look, a really good pre-season. Um, but the bunch of boys we've got there, we just... Everyone gets along really, really well, and and the preseason it didn't feel like a, a, a like a, a really tough one because everyone we just got in, got stuck into it, had a, had a ball, and then all of a sudden, you know, we didn't even get a trial on the board. We didn't even get a trial at all, and then everything had stopped. We, we were called into training and told that we weren't able to train anymore, and 
So we've, we've got the group chats and stuff like that, mate, and, and, and the boys get on there and give it to each other, and, and there's a lot of us doing those push-up challenges and all that sort of stuff, suicide prevention, and, and we sort of got, got together and we got stuck into that stuff, and well, no, there's a couple of the boys that do nothing but drink, but, but mate, it, it hasn't affected us massively. Look, everyone's still keen and eager, and, and everyone's sending each other text messages saying, can't wait till we're all back together and training and, and stuff like that, and mate... I think it's it's just a matter of time and, and, and we'll be ripping in again. So hopefully it's not too far away. And, mate, um, while we're on that topic, you talked about a few blokes who drink too much. Who's the who's the prime candidate at Dora Creek to come back with the uh, full-blown dad bot after the sort of 10 or 12 mate, weeks got, got, he, he, I think he's one of the youngest in the team, but the bloke just doesn't stop. Jolly Newman, mate. Oh, <laughs> the bloke's relentless. Yeah, right. Absolutely well, relentless. Watch this space. Mate. There's lots, lots of uh, lots of stories running around about uh, NRL players returning to training last week and having absolute blowout. So we look forward <laughs> to when uh, Newcastle and Hunter and Newcastle Rugby League training does uh, resume at some point in the foreseeable future. Look, we are very open to getting tips about any of that sort of stuff and we will run unsubstantiated rumours till the cows come home <laughs> as everyone knows. So uh, make sure if you do have any of those tips, um, you know, some... I'll be a part of it, mate. Yeah, doctored photos are encouraged. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we do like the banner. And, and as you said, it, there's some good banner out there at Dora Creek. I know a couple of boys that are out there. Uh, who's You know, there's plenty of talk that you've got some of the quickest quickest quips out there. Who can run uh, run their mouth with you, mate? Oh, it's got to be Stolly. Luke, Luke, Luke Stollart. Hey, mate, he, he, he's a gem. Some of the things he can do with his photoshops and stuff like that, you swear they were real. It's ridiculous. So, so <laughs> what are you telling me? You, myself. You Was te- I really there that night? Did I really do that? So you're telling me Stolly's got too much time on his hands is what you're really saying? Uh, he does, mate. He does. There's, there's a video of him going around. I'll have to send it to you. He's work, he was working at a gym and he's talking to a lady and he, it looks like he's trying to talk her up and he falls flat off the chair. Well, he's talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look forward to seeing that, mate. Um, he, he's, he's, he's genuinely a good bloke, but he's entertaining, yeah, he that's for sure. He's, so. he's a top bloke. And then the, the, on the other side of things, the bloke that definitely cannot take the banner, mate, is old Tristan Marlborough. He, he cannot take the banner. Uh, I've known Miles for a long time, mate. And, um, yeah, he's uh, at least at least now he's pretty resigned to the fact. Back in his younger days, he used to try and dish back a little bit. Um, but, <laughs> look, you know, he, he, he's a very good footballer, but um, yeah, look, the, the banter is not necessarily a strong suit, but a good footballer and a yeah, good bloke all around. Not. It's definitely not. He's a great footballer. He's unreal, actually. Mate, one of your former Tukli, Tukli mates that's got involved is uh, and down at another club is Reese Ryan. He seems to be pretty quick with the quips, though. Yeah, he's good at it, mate. He's copped it for a long time, so he's got to be quick. He's, he's, we've given it to him for many, many years, and he, uh, he sort of he must have studied this, I reckon, because he, uh, he comes back pretty quickly now. He's I reckon the, he googles them though. It's all rehearsed. Learned from rehearsed, the best, but, you reckon, mate? Yeah, yeah. yeah lovely. Uh, he's good value as well, and he's done a good job with Morissette, and we're looking forward to seeing yeah, what they can do yeah, this, this yeah, year coming. Yeah, they've got a. Um, they've actually sort of built pretty strongly. Actually, they were. Um, what, seen a, a bit of their trial against Tukley actually and, and they look pretty strong mate I, yeah, I, they definitely won't be a C grade team that's for sure yeah it's uh, good to see and that, they had a good core of a team last year I think it was just getting everyone on the paddock at the right time uh, yeah. Yeah, they've got some some uh, deceptively mobile forwards Reese definitely fits into that category he's um, very deceptive and, and quite handy with the ball in hand as well so yeah, he's, talking he's too much so. Yeah, his head's big enough as it is without talking football, mate. Trust me. Lovely, mate. And so on the home front, mate, um, obviously most guys now spending a bit more time at home. Are you one of the blokes that's getting more done around the house or are you just getting on the uh, the better half's nerves more? Oh, mate, I try to stay clear. I try to get in the garage and just do a bit of gym work. She, um, She's the boss of the house, that's for sure, mate. I, I do things and, and it's never good enough, that's for sure. She's got she's got OCD, something shocking. Mate, I, I could clean the house and think I've done a great job, but she calls me a part-time cleaner because it's never good enough. 
Yeah, I think oh, that's oh, a oh, common story that one. And then she goes and does it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I try getting away with the, you know, like, why am I bothering if uh, it's just going to get redone? But it, that doesn't seem to fly at my house. I don't know how to go at yours. No, it doesn't work for me either, mate. Don't worry about that. And, mate, speaking of the home front, like you've been doing the push-up challenge. If anyone that's got you on social media would have seen, uh, you've been getting plenty of assistance from the young one there as well, mate. Yeah, he loves it, eh? He, he gets stuck in. We've um, we sort of well, I started out doing that thing just, just as, as someone tagged me in it. And, but then it sort of built. And a, a bloke by the name of Trent Walker got in contact with me and, um, they're actually doing it for a good cause, mate. They're, they're doing that actual push-up challenge for, for suicide prevention where you do like the 3,046 in 21 days or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. So we, we got a, a team together of, of 20 of us. We, we called it the, the TED Team Earthdown. And we're all, there's 20 of us that are consi- that are actually doing it at the moment. It started on Tuesday. Mate, oh, the body's absolutely killing me. I think yeah, last night we had it to 170 within the day. And then today was 155. And then you just continue on. I think there's one day there on the 23rd of this month that you've got to do 220 push-ups in a day. <laughs> mate, I'd struggle to get that in a month. <laughs> oh, trust me, mate. I'm struggling myself. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's for a good cause, mate. And, and mate, it's, it's really good to see because the, the one thing you can take out of this isolation stuff is the amount of people that you that are still, that are, you know, you could easily just, just turn, turn the cheek and just go and drink constantly but there's a lot of people that are going out working hard still getting getting the gym sorted at home and still going for runs and stuff like that and that's it's good it's good to see yeah it certainly is mate and you know i'm, I'm uh it's funny i've just gotten back into going to the gym a little bit uh, not much of a, a gym going myself these days especially now that i'm not playing and uh yeah so now it's been taken to, to road runs and things and similar things just having those challenges i've got one going with a few mates uh where we're doing it for a bit of awareness around how far you know trying to clock 250 k's of map runs a month at the moment which is yeah right um, a good challenge and as you say it's just a bit of engagement as well for everyone keeps you in touch with the others and um, if it brings some awareness like your push-up challenge for you know mental health and, and suicide and things and uh, it's really good and, and we've obviously seen in the last week like Owen Craig he came out with his story and, and I know that yeah. a big part of his recovery post um, being in, in the sort of the facility that he went into is he's been training a lot and he's a he's a new man almost for anyone that knew are we you know 12 24 36 months ago where he yeah, got quite yeah. big and he's looking fit so um, it's a big part of that balance and, and certainly encourage everyone to engage with your mates and, and, and keep yeah. doing that where you can. Yeah, it's good, mate. Good fun to good fun just to rip into it. It is, mate. Um, and gives another opportunity for a little bit more banter, which most of the footy boys love to have, mate. Um, speaking of that, I, I see you've picked up a, a few good conversations with a few of the boys. Uh, you get into a bit of Dwayne Sampson as well from uh, formerly Waratah now. Oh, uh, you'll be loving you giving him a mention, mate. He would have been sitting back waiting for a mention today, I reckon. Uh, he, pay, he pays me by the mention, so it's all right. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's a good bloke, Sambo. I haven't known him that long, just just through last year, pretty much, and um, we sort of sort of knew people through through other uh, like other avenues. And um, but mate, yeah, he's, he's a good bloke. I, I, I love him. Funny, he's a funny bastard. Actually, he gets stuck into it. He gets stuck into it and doesn't mind having a say. So yeah, he's good value. Yeah, he's always got an opinion and uh, happy to share it, but he's happy to cop anyone else's and then, you know, have a beer afterwards or, you know, yeah, like you say, it's, it's that yeah. mentality of the Newcastle and Hunter of, you know, we'll, we'll go toe-to-toe whether it's in an argument, a discussion or a game of footy and then we'll go and have a beer afterwards, which is the yeah, great thing yeah, about the comp. Yeah, that's should be, mate, yeah. No, exactly right, mate. So um, in terms of in isolation, is there anything you've picked up outside of just, you know, doing the push-up challenge and that? Have you got back to, you know, podcasts, books, music, movies, Netflix? Mate, music's a big one for me. I, I've always sort of been brought up around music and stuff like that, and and um, well, I sort of got got stuck into just listening to heaps of heaps of different stuff. I listen to the, to this podcast quite 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 regularly, mate, and and just some movies and stuff like that. I actually got into cooking lately. 
not very good at it, I'll tell you, but um, yeah, don't mind a bit of cooking. That's all right, mate. A low baseline means, you know, it's a bit, be like my football career, most improved five years in a row. <laughs> the coaches Nothing award. wrong with that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess obviously isolation, as you said, you've just been doing the push-ups and, and how are you finding motivating yourself for other training and, and just keeping yourself keeping yourself in nick mate i know there's a few comments about the uh condition of your body still considering how many push-ups you've been doing <laughs> mate i um i got, I got a gym set up in the garage and i just find it a lot harder to coming home from work knowing that you can hey, go inside and play with the kids or, or go into the garage it's quite cold in that garage these days too mate i'll tell you that much i've, I've been doing it been ticking along it's um it's all right no cardio that's the thing that's that's the worst of it yeah, that's exactly right, mate. It's, and it's it's hard sometimes. I know I was doing some uh, some of those runs. I was talking about in the morning, and now it's sort of you wake up at six o'clock and you're like, you know what? It's five degrees no, outside. I'll, I'm sure I'm sure I'll do it later. Um, yeah. You know, like, later never comes. But anyway, yeah. uh, mate, on the isolation front, we've talked this with most of the ones we've done recently. So you would have heard a few of them. If you're going to be lo- caught in lockdown, fourteen days isolation, who would be the best of your teammates at the Swampies? And the best of a former teammate to be to be locked down with. If you had to have the three of you in there, who'd be the good crew? At the Swampies, I'd have to say I'd, I'd say uh, I'd have to say me, me co-captain Brad Clark, and then uh, and probably Stolly, mate. The two blokes that are that, like chalk and cheese. Clarky comes up with some pretty funny ones himself sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he's got, he's got a, a dry, dry humour, doesn't he? Yeah, he does a really dry sense of humour, and he'll have little niggles at you without you knowing about it, and then, and then you'll you'll go home and you'll think he, he was having a little shot at me there. He's uh, he's quite clever like that. A bit too smart. Then, to be a, real, um, a bit too smart to be a real footballer sometimes, Brad Clark. Yeah, I think with those lines. <laughs> and then, um, then probably, probably I don't know if you Robbie Trembar. Yeah, yeah, Robbie down at Tall Timbers. Mate, he's probably one of the most quick witted blokes around, and he's always good for a drink. He owns he owns a pub down at Tall Timbers, yep. so mate, you'd be sorted there. Yeah, I'd have to say Robbie as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing a whisper that they've they've got the claim to the uh, best away trip in terms of the fact that Tall Timbers is you know one of their key players sponsors the pub, and they always encourage the other team to come back for a drink afterwards. Yeah, it'd be um, unreal, mate. He owns the joint, so. And, and, let, and let's be honest, you know, you need to um, you need to at least have one beer if you're going to go that far. It's a bit like Gloucester. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it is. It is a trouble. And what about the other side of this, the coin, mate? Who would be the worst to be caught in lockdown with in terms of, we'll start with the Swampies and then we'll go to your former teammates? No, I've got two two easy. They're, 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 they both play the same position too, funny enough. And that's Marb and then yeah. uh, Christy Adams. Yeah, so what, why would they be the worst, the two of them? Marb's breath just stinks constantly. No, I'm not even kidding here. He's going to sit here thinking I'm warning Marb. We can't tell him. We don't tell him because he takes it the wrong way. Uh, and then Chris Adams the is just a pest. Chris Adams is just a pest, mate. He, he, that bloke should never, ever drink, I'll tell you. He's got like a, an alter ego that comes out after he's been drinking. And, and, mate, once that comes out, it's time to go home. You get away from him. Yeah, he's... Um... <laughs> That'd be my two. The interesting thing, I've actually, so like a lot of listeners of the show and, and people who have been on the show know that I've got a background refereeing sort of more predominantly than playing and I actually refereed up in group two and um, yeah, I certainly know that he knows how to deliver a, a pretty quick one line to you when yeah, you're refereeing good. or touch judging. Yeah. I've been dealing with him since sort of under 16s and um, very talented footballer, but um, yeah, he's, he's always given me plenty of stick, but a, a good bloke as well. Um, yeah, he's a great bloke. So, so yeah, uh, always entertaining. Uh, mate, so I guess we might, um, in terms of the isolation stuff too, we'll just fire through quickly a couple of, couple of categories and tell me who you'd love to be uh, in isolation with and why. And, and we'll start with uh, either a current or former NRL player. I definitely wouldn't want to be anywhere near Cherry Evans, Daly Cherry Evans. He just does my head in. 
Like, I reckon he'd be a know-it-all, wouldn't he? Just be, yeah, be he would. He about did, your life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you didn't get up the right way. You got out of the left side of the bed instead of the right or something like that. Um, yeah, definitely him. And then one that I'd, I'd probably love to be in isolation with, I, I, I wouldn't mind picking the brain of Mitchell Pierce, mate. I wouldn't mind having a good chat to that bloke. <laughs> just having a night with him, that's for sure. Yeah, it just depends which end of the night you have. I've, I've heard some interesting <laughs> stories. Obviously, everyone knows yeah. about the, the girl in the yellow dress and the, and the dog. Yeah. But, mate, he, yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's certainly an entertaining character from everything I hear. What about in terms yeah. of t- TV personalities? They can be from the sporting world or otherwise. Well, mate, I'd have to say Carl Barron, I think. Yeah. That, that, mate, that bloke is, um, yeah, he's something else. There's just so many things about that bloke that I, yeah, I, I think he's... He'd have you in stitches the whole time. But I wouldn't mind getting to know him as like, like from out of the, the comedy side of things as well, just see what he's like. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether it's just... like that. You've got to be something different. <laughs> yeah, you definitely think it'd be different. It'd be interesting to see. I always wonder with some of those comedians whether it is just the just the show, uh, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and there's a different person behind the scenes. So that's always intriguing. Uh, what about an actress, mate? Um, and, you know, just be, bear in mind that your missus may listen to this, so just tread carefully. Oh, yeah, look, I'd, mate, I'd have to... Mila Kunis? Yeah, mate, there's something about that chick. She, yeah. Um, yeah, that movie Ted and, and, and the likes of, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely she's, her. She's got a bit of a bit of, a, bit of a humour about her as well, so it's not just the yeah, looks. So, yeah, yeah, no, you can yeah, get away no, with that one. No, she does, yeah. Uh, well played. Um, and finally, mate, um, what about, you, you said you're into the music. What about a, a singer or a, or a group that you'd like to, uh, you know, someone in particular from a group that you'd like to spend some time with and get to know? Ooh, um, mate, I'm really big at the moment on, a, on a, an American country brand called Zach Brown Band. Yep. Well, they've got these songs that you can just that you seem to be able to relate to. I wouldn't mind sitting down sitting down with them, having a few beers, and picking the brain out of, of how they write their songs. That's for sure. Yeah, excellent, mate. A uh, little bit of insight into you there. A little bit uh, some more left field answers than than some of our previous guys that have gone very mainstream. So interesting to see. <laughs> We might jump into, uh, there's some questions here from some listeners and um, fans of the show and, and we'll start with some of the, uh, I guess, lighter ones. Um, and, and we've just had one just just come in now from Jackson Myers. He wants to know, how, how, is, how is it being paired with the top centre in the comp, a.k.a. Todd Murphy? Toddy Murphy is, is an absolute weapon. He, uh, he makes my job a hell of a lot easier, that's for sure. But, uh, mate, the poor broke, um, broke his hip in, in that rep game. Um, yep. Uh, but he's, he's he's on the mend, mate. He's he's an outstanding footballer and such a young talent. But like he's the size of that bloke for his age, he's uh, he's, a, he's a special young kid. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, lovely. The, the next one, a little bit little bit left field. He's uh, come from Josh Spiegelman, who does a bit of stuff in terms of stats for the uh, Real NRL and Newcastle Rugby League, and. Um, provides us with some good info as well there. He's sort of uh, talking about, you might have seen the article during the week where Matt Lantry came out and said that Maitland, if Newcastle Rugby League didn't get off the ground, may look at going into the Ron Massey Cup and, you know, suggestions that they might create like an amalgam, obviously with some of the coast teams as well. We've seen Wyon come out and say they're not going to enter comps. How do do you think that would fare if we had sort of an amalgamated comp or, you know, what's your view on that sort of stuff? Mate, I can can tell you another one now. Wyon aren't going to be the only side to do it. The entrance, uh, it's there. It's just waiting to happen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure certain that'll happen. But, mate, I think that'd be a great idea because there's a lot of talented footballers um, in the real NRL down here on the Central Coast. That what's going to happen to them, mate? It's all it's all football. Yeah. Every, they need to play football. It's it's their livelihood. It's, it's what you do. Yeah. So, mate, I think it'd be an unreal idea. I think it'd be something that'd be that'd, that'd benefit everyone. I'd be interested in to see how it ran for sure. Yeah, it'll certainly be interesting to watch this space. Obviously, there's going to be 
and, and I know Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League, which um, all disclosure I sit on the board of, have also come out and sort of, you know, we've made it clear that if teams aren't able to enter those competitions and want to, you know, players want to field a side or want to be pointed in the direction of a side or anything like that, there's plenty of options and opportunities there and, you know, there's a lot of things to overcome and think about in terms of contracted players versus non-contracted players and all these sorts of things. And, you know, people will, will point to a number of different teams and say, you know, there's players getting paid and there's this happening already anyway, so what does it matter? Um, a yep. lot of things that to water to go under the bridge. But my view on it is, you know, we've already seen Canterbury Cup called off. If other competitions don't go ahead, so long as guys can find an avenue to play football and it's still in the best interest of everyone that's participating, so that might mean that, you know, we have some comps that are, you know, reshuffled and restructured to make sure that people aren't playing out of their depth, so to speak. As long as everyone yeah. everyone yeah. that wants to get a game of footy can get a game of footy and we get footy back on sooner rather than later, I think that's the, the, the key directive we need to follow. Yeah, that's 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 what I, that's my gut feel to it too, mate. The most important thing is 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 blokes playing football. It's, it's not it's not even it's, it's sort of it's a lot of people don't understand that it's not just it's not about just just the football side of going and playing a game on a Saturday or a Sunday. There, there's a lot more to it. Look, look, I know myself. I get a lot of release out of out of getting away from work and going to train at that night and, and forgetting about what, what's happening, what's going on in the rest of your life. Spending time with the mates and the people that I've that I've, that I've grown to love because I've spent so much time with them and and, and playing the game that that, I, that we all love that's why we do it that, that's the main thing it's forget sponsorships and all that sort of stuff the most important thing for for most of the guys that play rugby league is to play the game that you love yeah yeah no hundred percent mate and um we might just we might switch up a little bit and go a little bit light hearted now uh, for a couple um, and now we'll go we'll go to the brains trust that runs Dora Creek Dave Hoban. Um, he wants to know, first of all, how old really are you? Which you've given us some hints to uh, earlier in the show when you talked about uh, when you played, or, or well, actually I think it might have been off air, when you played uh, in the junior reps at North Sydney and that was linking into the Northern Eagles era. So I'll let people do the maths for themselves. I won't give away any secrets, mate. But you want to give us... <laughs> uh, you, you can tell us whatever you want here. So how old are you? So I'm 35, mate. 35. So, so still got another, you know, based on some of the other guys going around in Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League, like the uh, cult hero Simon Chappell. Uh, former former Manly lower grader who's playing for uh, Stroud last year. Uh, you've still got another eighteen years to go. Mate, I'm hoping to have two or three if the body holds up. Two or three, I reckon. Two or three, and then find your way yeah. to a hill either at uh, Darren <laughs> Kennedy Oval, uh, Neville <laughs> Thompson, just rotating. That will be the one, <laughs> mate, mate. With your with your quick wit, I'll get you on the uh, on some bar TV commentary. Don't you yeah, worry. Beauty. Beauty. Uh, that'll be good. Then you then you can sledge all your former teammates. So that'll yeah. be good. <laughs> Um, he also he also asked a question, mate. Um, can you fill us in on the conversation that you and he had three weeks out from the grand final when you asked when he asked you about the thoughts of putting Todd Murphy on the wing? Geez, I don't even remember having this conversation. I um I said he'd be mad. I said that'd be the stupidest move he's ever made. The kid's the best centre I've ever seen in my life, and he didn't believe me. He dead set didn't believe me. He said, Nah, nah, he's a winger. He's a winger. And I said, Nah, he's not. He's the best centre. I said, I'll go. I said to him, I'll go on the wing. And you put Toddy Murphy in the Senate. That's exactly how the conversation went, and you wouldn't have a bar of it. Yeah, right. So does that does that link into you know the reason that you want, you just wanted to play outside, Todd? Then a bit like Reese Ryan's hinted at here, where he said, you know, how many tries did you score last year, and how many did Kai Howarth gift to you? Well, like I said, like I said in the, in the, in that, we all know that Kai Howarth's passing game's non-existent. So I couldn't have scored any tries off Kai Howarth. <laughs> but uh, Todd Murphy, on the other hand, has got a passing game. I'd love to play on the outside of Toddy Murphy for sure. Right, no worries. So, Dave, there, there's the tip for this year. There's your, there's your uh, one of your edges for you. Set set up, set, put it in stone now. Just not don't put the two of them outside Kai Howarth. Apparently, <laughs> you're wasting all your talent. Um, 
Excellent, mate. Um, so that's the majority of the questions. The other one I want to have a chat to you about, and we talked about it in the um, in the in the pre pre chat to the show, was around. You talked about the Northern Eagles and and what that meant for the Central Coast. What do you think would um, is the best pathway forward in terms of the Central Coast? I know a lot of people talk about a Central Coast team in the NRL. It's not likely with the current number of Sydney teams, and obviously, expansion and all those sorts of things are a long way off at the moment with COVID. But what do you think? Do you think the Central Coast needs to have a side in at least the New South Wales Cup? Canterbury Cup as it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, mate. I, I just, I just wonder if the birth phone. But the opportunity was there. Um, Singo was ready to put the money on the table. They, they've got that. <laughs> they've got the amenities down there at Gosford yep. that's just going to waste, mate. Like, to be honest. And and you've only got to come up and have a have have a look at the juniors that are coming through, and 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 have a look at the players that are that are still playing at Wong and still playing at the entrance and playing at Erina. On the Central Coast, there's talented people here that, are go, that that aren't getting the opportunities that they deserve. Um, you've got to go and knock on the door at Newcastle, or you've got to go down and knock on the door at Manly, or you've got to go and have trials somewhere in Sydney if you can, if you're lucky enough to pick them up. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of there's a, there's a pool of talent here waiting to be picked up. It's it's just a matter of if, if Central Coast is ever going to get that chance again. Or that, look, I, I don't know. Greg, Greg Florimo and that did a lot of work for, for the past sort of four or five years trying to get it off off and running and mate they just kept getting kicked back to the ground unfortunately so yeah mate I, I definitely think it's possible I just don't know if, if the bird's flown that's all yeah we said, we, we talked about it. we had Chris Hyde on the um, show the other day and obviously another coast boy um, who spent some time up in Newcastle and, and also you know in the uh, lower grades at a couple of other teams including Melbourne and certainly there's, there's a good handful scattered throughout the NRL you know and, and overseas of, of players that have come from the Central Coast you know you've got your Jacob Littles your um, Jimmy, Jimmy Maloney, these sorts of players that have played at yeah. a really high level, just to name two straight off the off the cuff, um, as well as you know going back further, you know you've got there's dozens of them. There's some of them that have come back now. You know you've got um, the likes of John O'Wright playing um, played last year at Erina. You've got Josh Josh Manolato and uh, Mitch Williams. Mitch obviously didn't make the NRL, but he's probably one of the most talented players I've seen that hasn't. Uh, all yeah. these sorts of blokes, Ian Henderson at um, at Kingcumber, these sorts Kingcumber. of guys all playing. So there's plenty of talent around and, you know, we've seen plenty of them come through uh, over the years. So there's certainly a calling for it. And so long as there's my, my one condition and, and one thought on it is there's no point in just having a Canterbury Cup team. It needs to be similar to Wyong when they were in that competition and it needs yeah. to feed through to one of the NRL sides. But I, I, th- yeah. I think... Yeah there's a catch-22 on it being a Wyong or the entrance, obviously being the two clubs with the largest financial backing. Yeah. Um, realistically, you need to you know, get every team on the Central Coast to buy in, which is very hard, and then get a, a, an affiliation. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's a little ironic at the moment. The women's game it looks like they're going to have it with the with the Central Coast Roosters. So hopefully we can see yeah, something crazy, in the, coming, in the crazy, coming years. Which is good. Yeah. It's good to see for the for, for the women's rugby league. I mean, it's 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 big here, and and even in Newcastle now, it's 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 grown leaps and bounds in in a, in a couple of years. Um, yeah, and, and it's just, it's just a shame that the Central Coast is, looks like they're going to get the Central Coast Roosters women's side, and we're not going to have a men's side to go with it. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, it is a little bit of a shame, unfortunately, and uh, hopefully we can see some more opportunities for those coast guys in the future, and hope hopefully it's a success. Uh, the model for the yeah. girls, and that may be the prompt for the Roosters or someone else to invest further there. And yeah, um, yeah I guess we just watch this space, but uh, certainly plenty, plenty to look at. And as you say, the women's game though has expanded massively in the Newcastle and Hunter competition. They were looking at prior to COVID, uh, potentially two grades in the tackle, and I think last year we had three grades in the league tag as well, plus the Newcastle Rugby League and the Central Coast both having league tags. So phenomenal amount of girls playing rugby league, which is great to see alongside yeah. the boys. So. 
Um, mate, uh, that, that's pretty much the wrap on the majority of the questions. I'm just firing through to make sure we didn't really miss anything of significance or note. Uh, mate, I guess uh, with the countdown's on. That we're, we're talking July dates for a 10-week competition. Not, not as long as you might like, but um, July through to October. Surely that's got to have a few of the boys talking and excited at Dora Creek, mate. Yeah, oh, absolutely, mate. We're trumping at the best to get back out there and, and just training together and just, just bonding again, mate, getting out there and spending time with, with, with all the boys. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for your time tonight. We look forward to, um, for those of us that are on your social media, seeing what other ridiculous get-ups you get up for your uh, <laughs> remaining, I think you've got about seven days left, mate, seven or eight days yeah, left. Yeah, count, count them down, mate. Count them down. Um, so yeah, so keep doing, keep doing the good stuff there, mate. Um, hopefully by the time you get back, uh, you might've developed that bod that boys are, boys are asking for. And, uh, we, we really appreciate your time on the show today and, uh, look forward to, I know we talked last year about trying to get down to Dora Creek and catch up for a beverage after a game, but we'll make sure, uh, we do everything we can yeah, to get down and, uh, sure. have a beer with you and the boys. It's a good bunch down there and, and good luck to you for whatever season 2020 ends up looking like. No, nah, thanks very much for having me, mate, and, and, and congratulations on the way this is going, mate. It's unreal, and, and it's good for Newcastle and, and everyone else around the rugby league industry. It's good, mate. Well, thanks very much, mate, and uh, we will catch you uh, during the 2020 season. All right, mate. Thanks very much. That was, of course, Dora Creek Centre, Scott Fitzpatrick. We uh, appreciate his time. Again, the show brought to you today by Newy Threads. Make sure you jump onto your favourite podcast provider, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, through the Google Play Store uh, or Anchor or any of the other podcast providers you might be listening to us on. We really appreciate it if you could take two minutes just to rate and review us. It helps to share it around to other people in our target market and uh, move our way up those rankings on the uh, podcast stores. Uh, make sure to share it to someone who uh, you know that might not be listening and who might be interested or might like their local footy. And if you've got any guests you'd like to throw up to us, uh, especially uh, we're trying to expand our reach in that Central Coast area as well as the Newcastle Rugby League and the, and the uh, Newcastle and Hunter, uh, drop them in the comments when we do share the show. And uh, thanks again for listening, and we will hopefully catch you next week. Over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Newcastle, Newcastle Hunters, Hunters Rugby League.